Hey, hello. Welcome back. I am the host, the Dungeon Master, and the player. We are playing D&D solo, so it's just me. And I'm playing the Sunless Citadel. It's an adventure module from the book Tales from the Yawning Portal. And right now, this is session five. The previous session we left off after just narrowly defeating Kelcrix the White Dragon Wormling. So she is unconscious, as well as Dexter the Dog and Meepo the Kobold. So that is where we left off, and that is where we are going to continue. Heading back to the trophy room, the old sunken citadel. See you there. Back inside the Sunless Citadel, the former trophy room, fog has now lifted. Temperature still a little on the cool side. All that remains now is just piles of furniture, broken furniture, and other trophies, mounted animal heads lying on the ground, some on the wall, and the smell of burnt scales lingers in the room. Inside that room there is an unconscious dog. A badly wounded, kobold, unconscious, and a rather large, sleeping, white dragon wormling laying on top of busted up furniture and other bits of debris. Inside that room, Erky Timbers, the cleric gnome, and his friend Dempsey, the halfling ranger. The two of them now are tasked with exiting this trophy room with out the help of Meepo or the dog. So one last thing before we, we begin. For those that are unconscious, I looked up the rules and it said you had to roll 1d4. Since they have zero HP but they're not dead, they're, they're not able to move around or do any actions. So you have to roll 1d4. If it lands on four, they have to sleep basically four hours until they get their one HP and able to move around again. So I made the rolls and it looks like Dexter the dog rolled a three, so in three hours he'll be able to move around and support himself with one HP. Meepo rolled a one, so in one hour he will be able to help in one way or another. And then I decided to roll for Kelcrix, the white dragon wormling, since they are trying to basically drag this beast back to the kobolds. It might take some time. Well, Calcrix rolled a two, so they got a little on the lucky side. They have two hours to, you know, get this dragon back to the kobolds and win the favor of Eustriel. Alrighty. <laughs> Man, Dempsey. <sighs> How the hell did we live? I had no idea, buddy. I did not feel good, though. How about you? I've been better. That's for damn sure. Oh, I'm gonna get up. <sighs> yeah. Looks like Dex is out. Same with Meepo. I'm not sure how long it's gonna be. Hopefully relatively quickly. Yeah, how do you suppose we get this dragon out of this room, you genius? I give uh, your sense of humor. Hmm. And you said you wanted to bring this back to the Cobalts? Yeah, that's the goal here. Gotta figure out how we get back there, I suppose. I know how to get back there, I just don't know how to drag this big beast. 
I was hoping Meepo would be able to help. Yeah, well, well, you figure that out. I'm going to scour this room. Looks like there's some type of coin here. And Ooh, look. Silver spoon. Got to be worth something. Uh, Erky, ugh. For a man of the Lord, you sir, seem to be awfully concerned with the fine things in life. What? Who said you have to be poor and be a man of the Lord? I am blessed. Dude, don't, um, don't dragons have, like, a nest of goodies? Aren't they awfully greedy? It's gotta be something here. Looks like it was behind this... I'm gonna check over here behind the table. It's gotta have something. Yeah, right. I'm gonna figure out how to tie this thing up. I'm gonna... I've got enough hemp rope here in my bag. I'm just gonna tie this beast up, I guess, in case it wakes up. This will be somewhat prepared to be gonna run. We gotta move quickly though, Eric. No, don't dink around too long. Gotta figure out how to get this thing out. I'm gonna spend some time tying it up. And then you're gonna have to help me, Erky. Have to drag this thing. Oh yeah, I'm gonna help you. That's, ooh, piece of gold. I think I found something here. That's great, Erky. Alright, there's a half hitch to cloth hitch around the jaws, I guess. Alrighty, so let's say about realistically 15 minutes goes by and you are able to successfully, well, make a nature check. Alright, survival, you got a 19 plus 1. You got a 20. So a survival check. You made a survival check, you got a 20. You've done this hundreds of times. Not with dragons, but with other deer and other wildlife. Like we know, you are a son of a, a butcher. You are a trapper, a ranger, hunter easy. You successfully tied this thing up and it's pristine, beautiful, perfect knots. Even even someone who's not familiar with knots would be impressed with how, how well you secured the dragon. You're actually impressed with yourself. And you made it easy enough to where you can kind of slide this dragon out. Its legs and claws are pointing upwards. You're going to kind of slide it on its back. Basically, its, it's wings are going to slide underneath it. And you're just going to drag it head first with its legs in the air. And I looked up your character sheet. Since you are a halfling ranger, I was wondering just how much you could, you know, drag, push, pull. And the wormling's only a medium, and humans are considered medium in size. Halflings are small, gnomes are small, kobolds, small. And it says you are able to push, pull, drag, carry, blah, 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 420 pounds. And that's just you. So you and Erky together should easily be able to to drag this beast with the rope. It won't be easy, but you will be able to do it. And then, um, maybe in one hour it's time, when Meepo wakes up, he can assist you, unless something else happens, but other than that, you are able to, you know, start moving this thing. While you were doing that for 15 minutes, making sure everything was perfect, Erky did some digging, and he found a, a handful of goodies inside that nest. So Kelkrix was kind of Resting on top or resting besides a pile of goodies. Hey, not bad there, Dempsey. Hmm, that, I'm impressed. I guess the two of us should be able to drag that out. I thought you were wasting your time. Thanks there, Erky. No help, but thanks. Come on, I healed you. You were dead. <laughs> I know. I owe you one. Appreciate it. Just busting your pulse. Alright, look what I found, though. This will cheer you up. Alright, one... Dragon shape. Looks like a dragon, doesn't it? It's a jade figurine. Gotta be worth pff, like at least 20 gold pieces. And look at this. Crystal 
Chalice. Little goblet. Hmm? Come on. Act impressed. Those are nice. I, you can carry those. I have no business. Not, those are gonna break. Oh, they're not. They're not gonna break. Dude, look at that. 25 gold pieces. Easy. And I found 24 pieces of fine silverware. These are nice. That was another 24 gold, easily. Look at, dude, look at these. Those are very nice, they. Erky, I will agree with you. Thank you. Thanks for doing that. Come on. Come on. When everything's all said and done, this money will go back to Greenest. Okay. Well, that I can get on board with. Greenest needs all the money to get to start rebuilding. Exactly. So, alright, you got the jade figurine, you got the crystal goblet, you got the 24 pieces of silverware, and here's a piece of parchment. I read dwarvish, but I'm, I'm not the best. It sounds like it's, I don't know, I'm having a hard time with this one. But this case alone, this is very old. This is worth something. I'm gonna hold on to this until we reach a major city of some sort. It's a letter. Look at like it's regarding some type of hideout. It's hard, I can't, I'm not gonna say much about it because I don't know. But look at this one, Dempsey. Look at this silver and dark purple chest. Oh wait, it's locked. I think it's very well secured. You kind of wiggle the lock with your keys. None of them look like they'd even be close to fitting. Yeah, something like valuables in here. I'm holding on to this one. Yeah, we'll, we'll worry about that one later, I guess. Good finds. You were right. Yes, because I paid attention in history class. Or biology class, what was it? Anyway, I knew dragons had a greedy side to them. <sighs> yes. All right. You tied up. The dragon, but what about your dog? What about that thing? Ah, oh, man, that's a good point. Aren't we gonna carry Meepo and carry Dex? I didn't think about that. Oh, gosh. Hmm. Maybe we... Boom. What was that? I have no idea. The door kind of falls off the hinges. Not completely, at least one hinge. You run up to the door. You open it up. And then it completely falls off the hinges at that point. <laughs> Lands on the ground. You are now looking into the open courtroom, the courtyard, with the large columns, the room that reminded you of Eustriel's throne room. It's basically a very large rectangular room with marble columns supporting these high, high ceilings. And what you see are two upright kobolds, one kobold on the ground, and they are wrestling with... It appears to be a skeleton and two goblins. One goblin seems to be a goblin warrior, the other one is more like a goblin commoner. Oh no. Uh-oh. Oh. With that, they, the goblin and the skeleton seem to lock eyes with you and they head your way. But it appears as though the skeleton and the goblin are not necessarily friends. Help! Help! Yells one of the kobolds. Yeah, help us, please! As the fight ensues. With that, I'll have you roll initiative. Which we already did. And here is the current lineup. So, you have Dempsey, the skeleton, Erky, and then so on. But, here we go. Combat begins now. I'm gonna knock my bow. Uh, let it rip at this goblin. Stand down. Dempsey knocks his bow, lets it rip, attempts to hit Goblin. 
with the scimitar. So the goblin warrior, goblin fighter. And he gets a 17 to hit. And he will roll for damage. And that is four. He got a one plus three, so not much. But arrow flies true. Whack. Right in the chainmail chest piece. But the goblin still inches forward. A little bit of health left in that thing. Noticeably hurt, but not deterred. Alrighty. Now that is Erky's turn. And uh, before that, Dempsey's gonna move back into the side. And he's gonna be kinda right next to Dempsey, still in the door, you know, inside that room where Kelkrooks is tied up. So they're kinda hoping to do a funnel type situation here. Well done there, Dempsey. Alright, I'm gonna cast here Sacred Flame. So, Erky cast Sacred Flame. The Goblin Warrior has to make a Dexterity saving throw. And he will succeed. Um, he rolls a natural 15 plus 2, 17. That will easily succeed. Goblin just kind of brushes off this wave of radiant heat. And he is unfazed as Erky struggles to focus in on his target. Oh, for the love of God really wanted revenge on you. All right, Dempsey, it's all up to you here. I'm packing away. That will take us to Skeleton's turn. Skeleton is actually struggling right now. He is trying to, is this almost like a zombie? He's attacking anything in range, and right now it happens to be the Goblin Commoner, who at the time most likely is just kind of passing through and stumbled upon this madness. So the goblin will attempt, or the skeleton will attempt to attack the commoner. And he rolls a 14 to hit with his short sword, and that will succeed. So roll a 1d6 plus 2. There, got it. Ooh, that is a 6. 8. The disheveled looking skeleton with just ragged leather pieces busted up shield, boots practically dripping and falling off his feet, just mouth but bones, cobwebs, and decrepit pieces of armor. He raises his halfway destroyed short sword and lowers it down. It just happens to be the goblin commoner who is the recipient of this deep slash. And the goblin commoner is no longer with his head as the blade is a rusty old yet still sharp, decapitates the goblin as that thud crumples to the ground. The skeleton attempts to make his way towards the goblin warrior, which will invoke a opportunity of attack with the kobold number one, who is rather frightened, yet he does have a club, it appears, and he attempts to hit the skeleton. He rolled a 9, and that is a plus 4, so it's a 13. That's exactly what you need. Armor class of 13 for that skeleton. So, roll for damage here. That is a 1d4 plus 2. 4, nice. 6. So, seems as though I almost went in the opposite order I should have. I think skeleton should have went first. Either way, that will kill the goblin warrior. That is more than enough. Only had three bits of health, and whack with a club. Cobalt senses 
wooden club. Looks like it was a piece of furniture that he found lying around to defend himself as he knocks out the goblin warrior as he falls to the ground. That eliminates the goblin warrior. And that eliminates the goblin commoner. So it's now just the skeleton. All right, and that takes us to kobold number two. Kobold's going to attempt to throw a rock. So he's gonna use his sling and then try to hit the skeleton from range. It's 11 plus four, that will hit. 1d4 plus two, same damage basically. One, that's three. So, sling goes flying, releasing stone. Stone cracks the skull and clings off some armor, but the skeleton is completely unfazed as it now begins to walk towards Dempsey and Erky, which will take us back up to the round. It's now Dempsey's turn. So Dempsey is going to attempt to fire another shot. All right. Erky, good news. Looks like there's just one left. That's another skeleton. That explains that missing sarcophagi. Let's it fly. And that will hit. 18, 11 plus 7. And he rolls beautifully. He rolls an 11. Total damage, which is enough. Let's it fly. Boom. Pops it right in the chest and just blows out the rib cage and everything above and below crumple down to the ground. Scimitar goes sliding across the stone and the shield clings down into the pile of bones and leather boot pieces. And that will end combat. That wasn't too bad. Dempsey, well done. Wow. Yeah, we need to get out of here. We need to start moving. You two kobolds, you all right? What's up with your fallen comrade? <laughs> Thank you, outsider. Yeah, thank you. They try to awake the fallen kobold, who appears to be bleeding out, and does not seem to have any life left in him. He, he is fallen. Where's Meepo? Meepo's alive. He's, he's back here, though. He fell victim to the dragon, who's also alive. We have a dragon. Well, thanks to you guys, maybe you should have stuck around. That's enough, Eric. Yeah, I'm sorry about your fallen comrade. Can you help us? We need to carry Kelcrix. We want to bring him to Eustriel. Will you help us? <sighs> we are too weak to help you. <clears throat> we saved your life. Twice now. It won't take long. Help. I'm certain to understand why kobolds have a bad reputation. Settle down, Erky. They, they've been through a lot. Please, will you just help us? We're all tied up here. Kobolds kind of eek their way th- into the doorway and they, they see their, their fellow comrade in Meepo alive, as promised. And they see the dragon wormling, who is basically a god to them. They worship, essentially. Okay. Well, people, we, we are not, we are not very helpful. We're not very strong. But you saved our lives twice. Uh, please, let's get out of here. Yes, very well. Alrighty, at this point in time, I'd say half hour has passed. Probably need another 30 minutes before Meepo will awake. And, um, make a... Let's make a strength check. For sake of making things easier, we'll just do one with advantage instead of making 10 different rolls. 
18 and a 3. So you did fine. 18, I think minus 1, so 17, which is fine. You are able to spend the next 20, let's say 20 minutes. It takes you about 20 minutes to, to drag everyone back. You and Erky are carrying Calcrix, and then the two the two other kobolds are able to carry the dog and carry Meepo. Everyone kind of takes turns alternating, but 20 minutes or so goes by, and you are inching your way towards the towards the room where Kelkrix was originally held up. The one with the metallic room, metallic cage. Ugh. Oh my god. Ugh, I don't know what's worse here. Being stuck in that cage or carrying this big dragon. <laughs> I know, you just wait. Meepo's gonna wake up the second we get back. Kobolds, doing okay? Yeah, we are okay. We are not far. Eustriel will be pleased with us. Eustriel? There are a lot about Eustriel. I hope she's half the person everyone else is making her out to be. I hope they have a lot of food. It smelled like they had food last time here. Erky? Yes, perpetual stew. We have stew. You'll eat, eat, eat. Then, celebration. For we returned. We returned Galcrix to Eustriel. We wouldn't have done it without Meepo, though. So I... If you guys could put in a good word for Meepo, he did free you after all, as you rest on the fallen dragon. All right, we are going to go grab guard members. We're going to help get Calcrex back in our cage. We will be right back. They go scurrying away. A few moments goes by, and the two kobolds that ran off make their return. And I'll have you roll a perception check. Alright, not the best. You can roll day seven. Um, their overall tone seemed a little different. They seemed to be a little joyful as they were running off in talks of a celebration. You don't sense that when they return. However, they are not alone. They do have two kobold guard members, it looks like. So there's now four kobolds, like elite guards. So those are the kind of the original ones you ran into that seem to be running the show for Eustriel. Ta-da! You're welcome. Here is one white dragon wormling. Yeah, thanks to Meepo, we were able to do it. He's uh, not quite up yet. He's alive. He's just unconscious. Any moment he should be waking up here. Uh, not a lot of time. You two. Points to the guards. Kind of like commoner kobolds that helped you. You. Help me. Let's get Calcrix out of here. Oh, you don't want to just put her back in the cage? I don't think it's too damaged. I think you can probably fit her back in there. No, we're not staying here. Not for long. We already put Eustriel in hiding. Thanks to all that you've done here, the goblins made another attempt at Eustriel's life. It is not safe for kobolds. We are leaving. We shall return another time. Hey, what's that? No, Eustriel? But she promised you would help us get down to the undergrove. Oh, no. How about food? Did they take all the food yet? Dempsey, did you ask about that? So what's going on here? Everyone's gone? We we did all the stuff to help, you know, Eustrio so we could... I need to get that fruit and those missing kids. We have no time. Like we said, Eustrio's gone. The rest of the kobolds are leaving now. We're packing up our stuff. We're heading back to the Underdark, where it is safe. Too many goblin assassins. Eustrio will be happy that you returned Calcrix. But she is also very displeased in all the commotion you've caused here. 
So for that, she will let you live. You can keep me, bro. Come on. They drag away Kelcrix. They leave you, Erky, Meepo, and your dog. Oh no. That was not... That was not what I was expecting there, Dempsey. Me neither. Well, come on. Let's get Meepo and Dex moving here. Maybe we can go back and follow them. Wait up, Dempsey yells as you kind of make your way following behind the kobolds that are dragging away the dragon. And you make it into the main throne room area where all the large pillars were at the very far left, the west corner of the room. That's where Eustriel's throne room is, her throne. And then to the right, there's an open door, and that's where the kobolds are making their grand exit. Looks like you have younglings, elderly kobolds, and just, you know, everyday kobolds that are not able to fight are picking up the rest of their supplies and they're moving. They're leaving some stuff behind, like a camping stove and all that stuff. Looks like Meepo's gear and supply locker is still there. It looks like there's enough. If you spend some time scavenging, you might be able to make a meal still. They're not carrying these large cast iron goblets and stew pots and pans. So it looks like if you spend enough time, you should be able to find something to eat here. Uh, now what, Dempsey? Looks like Meepo might be waking up here, though. Any minute, starting to stir. Yeah, not so much for Dex, though. Come on, Dex. Here, uh, Rookie, let's just get him over here on these bedrolls. I'm going to see if I can flag down a garden and get a better story. Dempsey disappears for maybe ten minutes as Erky, Meepo, and the dog find a corner of the room with some bedrolls. Erky does his best to scavenge some food. Make your roll for... Say, let's make a roll for either investigation or... Maybe nature. Let's see. Investigation. Alright, so 13. That's fine. He successfully finds some food, some leftover stew, and um, some stagnant water he's able to boil. And he has some leftover wine and stuff. He had some food recently with the cornbread and wine, but he's still very hungry. So he does his job getting food. Dempsey eventually returns, and he has the same info that he had prior, basically, as that goblins attempted to take Eustriel's life again. And goblin activity has grown rather fast. They're being more brazen, and they are much more aggressive right now. So, Eustriel and all the guards, all the kobolds here, have fled to the Underdark. And I don't think there's anything else we need to do, so I believe we will take a, take a long rest, because everyone needs it. There's no way you can take on goblins and whatever is downstairs without a long rest. Erky needs his spells, and Dempsey needs his health. So, in that meantime, Meepo wakes up. Shortly after that, Dexter wakes up, and everyone gets their rest. Probably nighttime by now anyway, so by the time you wake up here, it should be very, very early morning, and everyone will be full health. So, while you are attempting to make your long rest, I will have you take turns keeping watch. So, probably need just two, two people to watch. One take the first shift, one take the second. So... Dempsey's going to attempt to take the first one. Roll a perception check. 20, 19 plus 1. The group is asleep. It is just Dempsey sitting next to a smoldering cooking fire. He does his best 
to keep it keep it going and cooking the stew and the rest of the little scraps that everyone was able to scrounge up, including the three good berries he stored away. And he hears something. They are locked up right now in the commoner room where, you know, everyone was hanging out prior. And this is where Meepo had all of his gear stored away with his skunks and his cages and his animals and centipedes and scorpion on a stick. This is a room that you know locks, so you felt probably somewhat secure in here. But you hear some rustling around outside, and you attempt to investigate. So we're going to walk up to the door, and I want you to make a stealth check. You open it stealthily. Alrighty. You slowly crack open this giant door, even though kobolds aren't very large creatures, about as large as you are, three feet. The elite kobold guard members are a little brawnier, larger. However, this building, this sunken citadel, was not originally intended to be occupied by kobolds. It looks like though it was designed for elves. So, with some reaching, you open up the door. Not super quietly. Some noises made. That's an old wooden door. Now, make an investigation check. Alrighty. Twelve. What is that? You peer down the hallway. Kind of an eerie sight. This abandoned throne room with large ceilings held up by these massive granite columns that seem to stretch for a long, 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 long time. And you see something in the distance moving, and it appears to be a dead kobold, and it is being dragged across the stone. And make another investigation check to see what is dragging this dead kobold. Alright, you rolled a two. So, it looks like a dog or a wolf. It looks like something rather large, like a dexter-sized beast is dragging a fallen kobold. Maybe it was the fallen kobold that was killed by skeletons and goblins earlier in front of Kalkrix's trophy room. This beast is making... Make a nature check here. Alright, you're not rolling very well. Five. Appears to be making rat noises. It's not making a wolf noise. Maybe in the morning you could investigate. It looks to be the size of a wolf, but sounds like a rat. And with that, you close the door. Stealth check here. Jesus, it's loud. You may have you may have startled whatever beast was there. He probably knows your presence. But he's not going to be able to open that door. You think? So you rest assured that it's not a group of goblins out there making that noise. But it is not something you want to mess with right now. You reapply the lock. Basically, just shut it, and it kind of all self-locks. And you return to the group, clutching your hand axe, which is holstered to the side of your leather belt. And you go back to your business, stoking the fire, looking at your party members, and you enjoy the stew and scraps. And now it is Erky's turn. Ugh, thank you, Dex. Uh, I mean, Dem, I like Dex. <laughs> oh, tired as hell. Thank you, thank you, Dempsey, for taking the first shift. I needed that. <sighs> Anything to report? Uh, we're not alone here. There was a giant beast of some sort carrying a dead kobold. The door is locked, though. Yeah, the door is locked. I didn't, I didn't leave it open. But I had to look. There was a bunch of noises being made. I'm surprised I didn't hear it. No, I didn't hear it. We just kept on fighting a dragon and carrying it all the way across this dungeon. 
I'm exhausted. Plus, I've been in a small cage for a good two months. So sorry. He smirks. As he appears to just be busting your balls. Yes. <laughs> All I'm saying is that you asked a question, I answered it. Erky, maybe you need to keep sleeping. Alright, I'm going to bed. I need my rest. Very well. Hopefully there's some stew left. Ooh, there is a little bit. Mmm, warm. Erky sits down and eats the rest of the stew. Alrighty, so you made a perception check. Ten. The night goes on, and the door remains locked. Maybe noises were being made, but uh, Erky did not pick up on it. At one point during the night, he was almost positive that the door handle on the door was being wiggled as though someone was trying to get inside. But then again, he was very exhausted, so he's not quite sure if he was dreaming. So he will not share that info in the morning because he doesn't want to be ridiculed because he is Nightwatch. Alrighty. So, everyone lives. You made it through the night. And I do have some cool news. Instead of making Erky just the standard Erky Timbers acolyte, I decided that we are going to make him a full-fledged character. So we turned him into a D&D Beyond character, and he is a level 2 cleric. I thought about bringing Dempsey to level 3, because I don't think he's going to be able to take on goblins, and he's not going to survive downstairs at level 2, I think. Not with a dog, a Meepo, who is a little bit more useful, and Erky, who has an AC of 10, and hardly any hit points. So I thought it'd be kind of cool if we just make Erky Timbers an addition to this group. So, da 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 Erky Timbers is now added to the party officially. So we have level 2 Cleric and a level 2 Ranger. We also have a dog and a Meepo. So, party of 4. I mean, that's four, four rolls, so not, you know, a super strong group, but I think level two is good. I think you shouldn't have much problem taking on the next little wave here. Just before the long rest comes to an end, Dempsey wakes up and has breakfast with Erky in the form of tea, mostly. Well, anything to report there, Erky? Mm-mm. All is well. How are you holding up? I'm alright. I'll be fine. You look well, though. Thank you. Yeah, I found this chess piece over here in a pile of loot, basically. It fits me well. I don't want to know who used to own it. Can't help but think it was a gnome. Probably some fallen adventurer. Chainmail. That ought to hold up against those goblins. <laughs> Should get some revenge here, finally. Sounds like we're marching off into a quite the battle. I was hoping we could bypass those goblins, but without Eustriel's help, I don't know what we're going to do. What else is bothering you? You seem down. Just can't help but think I, I've wasted a lot of time here. It's supposed to be a quick in and out. Going to Oakhurst, fetch the apple, and head back to Greeniston. Save Night Hill. However, it's looking like that's going to be impossible now. I was really hoping we could just run down here. Speak with the goblins, at least, and buy fruit off them. I brought money, but uh, I feel like I've been here a full day, and I'm no closer than I was when I set out. You're doing great, MC, honestly. Took on a dragon. I've killed goblins. You freed me. That's something. Night Hill's strong. I'll be fine. We just gotta go down there, into that grove, and 
barnacle thigh tree. Who knows, maybe that outcast isn't even guarding it. I'm sure he's got other stuff to do. Yeah. Well, regardless, glad you're here with us, Erky. You are a welcomed member of this party. Well, should we wake up the rest and put that chain mail to use? Oh yeah. Let's do it here. Alright guys, rise and shine. The party wakes up. Meepo is informed. He's probably been informed earlier that night that his loved ones <laughs> have left him. Alright, Meepo. One last thing. I, I just need you to point us in the right direction. I, I understand we're going to be meeting the goblins on the way, but uh, we need to get to the under... the lower level, the, the grove level. So, if you could just do one last favor for us for old time's sakes. Meepo. Meepo, sure you. You saved Meepo life. Meepo owe you. Owe you life. No, Meepo, you're... The rest of your clan, they left. It went to the Underdark, it sounded like. You know how to get there? Yes, Meepo know how to get down there. And you wanna go, I take you? Come on, we see you, Strill. No, Meepo. I gotta go underneath to the... No. Well, you think that bypass the goblins? How do you get... The Underdark and the, the Grove level, are those the same thing, Meepo, do you know? You wanna see you, Strill? Meepo, take you, see you, Strill. They have Calcricks. They'd be pleased. What do you think here, Ricky? I don't know if he I don't know if he's getting it, to be honest with you. Amipo we need to get to the fruit, the big tree. You know where that is? And can we avoid goblins? We don't we don't want to fight them anymore. Meepo looks perplexed. Uh sure there's a role you can make here. Make a perception check. I'll have Erky make it. Alright, a 19 plus 2. You did well. 21. Maybe we just trust him one last time. He's, he's loyal to you. In best case scenario, we bypass the goblins. Alright, Meepo. As he pet Dexter the dog and make sure he has a full belly, he's healing up just nicely. Lead the way, Meepo. We'll follow you again. As you exit the room, I would like you to make a group perception check. 12, 11, 2, 18. You have entered Eustrail's former chamber. If you would look all the way down, you would find Eustrail's throne. Marble columns line the walls to your right and to your left. The room smells of smoke, though there is nothing burning. There used to be torches that lined the walls, both on the north and the south side, stretching towards the west, but the kobolds are no longer here to maintain those torches, so the room is almost pitch black. The smoke has long been gone, but the smell is all that is left. It is eerily quiet. You feel as though you're being watched. What was that? Meepo, what's going on here? I don't like this. <laughs> Our Meeper don't like this either. At this point in time, you scan the room. Make one more perception check. You see a set of eyes to the right. And just like that, they disappear behind the column. You come to a complete stop. Get ready, guys. I don't think we have time to let a torch. And with that, you see another set of eyes to your left. And they dart behind the column. 
and before you know it, each and every column that you can see within range has at least one set of eyeballs. Even for a moment, they're there before they disappear. And now you start hearing footsteps. It's hard to tell how many creatures are around you, and you're not sure if they're doing this on purpose, but it sounds like they are almost swarming you, though you can't see it very well right now. You finally grasp a torch out of your bag, and you light it. And with that, the room lights up. Goblins aplenty as they giggle and they hide behind the columns, darting. You're not sure how many are there now. They all quickly kind of disperse into the shadows and hide behind the columns. Off in a distance towards Eustriel's throne, you see a small goblin holding a staff, wearing a different set of attire than you normally see a goblin wearing. And he's accompanied by what appears to be a hobgoblin, dressed in thick armor. The cruel-looking goblin near Eustriel's throne room, dressed in a robe, slams his wooden staff onto the marble floor and barks something in half-goblin, half-draconic. Almost out of a horror movie, goblins to your right and to your left come crawling out of the columns. You are unsure how many are there. You hear the laughing and giggling of many more, but as of now, some of them are starting to show themselves, and they are lurching forward, scimitars and crossbows in hand. I'll have you roll initiative. But before we do that, I say we end the session now, and we continue next time with combat. Alrighty, cool. That was a good session. Got a lot accomplished. Some twists and turns, mostly for the worse. But uh, I think in general, next session, if you succeed, it's kind of a, a fast pass to the undergrove, an opportunity to get to the Cathias tree a little faster. So, I wish you luck. And good news is, Murky Timbers is now level two. So hey, you have a level two cleric with some serious healing spells. He's a life domain cleric, after all. And I tried to keep him in line with the spells you already had. I kind of wanted him to still be Herky Timbers. I didn't want to just kind of make a, like a meta version of the cleric. So I'm sure he will get plenty of use of those spells. He is the beefiest boy now, though. He has a AC of 16 because he can now wear male armor. And we don't even have a shield yet. So if you add that into factor, he could be almost a tank. But I don't see Yerky as a tank, so we shall see what we do. But he went from AC 10 to AC 16, and he went from very little health to a decent amount of health, if not the most health, I can't remember. But it'll be interesting how things go next session. I plan on doing combat slightly different this time, almost in waves. So we shall see how that plays out next time.